0: Okay. So for somebody that like me, which is like, I kind of know what the metaverse is. I've done a little research just on YouTube. Um can you explain exactly what that the metaverse is?
1: Yeah, sure. Oh, is this have we started the podcast? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Good to laughs> I mean to Michael, that, uh...
0: this is how we start. Yeah. We just get right into it. <laughs> get right into it. I yeah. like it. <laughs> Hey, how's
1: it going? Doing well. How are you doing? Cool. Your name's Michael as well? No, my name's Josh. Uh, Josh. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Did I put that on there? I saw Michael Bracken or something.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, Liam sent me that name, and I don't think it's right. It's Barry, or something
1: yep, yeah, b-e-r-e-a-n
0: okay yeah i was trying to look you up and he sent me that name that i put on there and then he sent <laughs> me and then and then he sent me the other name that i had to go back and look through messenger and be like why can't i find this guy
1: <laughs> just to yeah, do well, a, little,
0: a little research on you so
1: if you have uh, my, my my last name my actual one you'd probably find more
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah so uh but uh i did find that you uh work for transcend capital or you founded that company is that correct yeah i mean i manage it um
1: there's a few people behind the scenes but yeah for the most part i'm one of the kind of instigators of it so
0: okay and what what does that do it basically is is it finance as well as finance through the metaverse as well or yeah
1: so so what we do is we do investment advisory and we have a our strategy means very heavily on the metaverse telecom uh IT so that's kind of our when we, when it comes to like asset allocation and how we're going to you know invest um you know client money uh yeah you know, we lean towards the metaverse we lean towards uh IT and telecom which IT and telecom are kind of the infrastructure of the metaverse anyway um, okay you know so um and then we work in we work with commercial real estate we work with um also, like public market, like securities and, um, you know, different opportunities there.
0: Okay. So for somebody that, like me, which is, like, I kind of know what the metaverse is. I've done a little research just on YouTube. Um, can you explain exactly what the, the metaverse is?
1: Yeah, sure. Oh, is this, have we started the podcast? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> To I mean you know, to Michael, uh, this is how we start. Yeah. We just get right
0: into
1: it. <laughs> just get right into it. I yeah. like it. So, um so so the basically the way I look so if you talk to ten people, you might get ten different answers about the metaverse. That's the thing now, right? It's kind of like when social media started, you know, you might get uh, you know a bunch of different answers on it. But um, when I look at the metaverse, what I look at is it's like almost like an alternate digital reality, right? So, Farmville was a, was an uh, an instance of the metaverse before all of this, right? Where you had a you had a uh, a world where you had different people, different users. You you're creating um, your farm. You're using currency. You're trading. You're building. You know, um, Fortnite could be you know considered a, a preamble uh, to the metaverse. So it's just this digital reality, this digital reality that people are connecting to, um, like a digital networked reality. I think now, you know, the real hype and the buzz around the metaverse, um, because it's not something new today, it's just now it's, it's evolved, is things are becoming more interlinked in it. People are seeing an opportunity there to really bring everything together in that space uh, more than before. So, you know, like Fortnite is a silo. Like you have just the people playing Fortnite and that's like their community, right? But now you have things coming that are going to be a little bit more like broad, you know. So you're going to have like, you know, what what Facebook or Meta is doing. Um, you're going to have uh, more people building um, platforms, um, you know, in that in that metaverse or that digital reality that are going to integrate more things like NFTs. You know, it's a perfect use case for an NFT because an NFT is a digital, it's a digital good, it's a digital collectible, it's a digital product. Um, yeah, I was you know, gonna ask you
0: I was gonna ask you that before you go any further because a lot of people and even me I'm not completely sure what an nft actually is is it like i've heard it's like artwork or you, you can purchase like it's like digital well what is it
1: <laughs> yeah so an nft um, stands for non-fungible token and it just means something that um, something that um, has a token uh, has a um, authentication in the code or embedded in this digital file that authenticates that one, right? So let's see. Let's say you and me, right? Uh, we have a photo of Muhammad Ali, right? And you have it, and I have it, and we both downloaded it off Google Images, right? Um, there's no way to prove that like I own it or you own. It. Like anybody can own that file because once I send it to you, you have the file, I have the file, right? What an NFT does is it puts something in one of the files that is a unique identifier that makes it um, authenticated and owned by that user, right? That has the possession of that NFT. And how now that can and be a photo, fo- yeah. No, go ahead, that can be a photo. I was gonna say, it could be a photo, it could be music, audio, it can be a video. It can be like any digital file, but those are the ones that are really the most popular. You know, So you're talking about artwork, right?
0: That's going to be like a
1: basically like a photo or a graphic, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I had um, somebody buy like a, a Homer Simpson uh, NFT, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like, "Oh yeah, I'm just going to save it, uh, and then hopefully down the road it'll be worth a lot of money." And I'm like, "How does that even work?" We'll get into that. Um, it's kind of like a
1: like a letter of authentication. You know, like yeah, you know, like when I was a kid, like we used to go to like baseball shows, and Don Mattingly would sign. Like, you know, you get a Don Mattingly signed photo. And then with that photo, you'd get this letter of authenticity, uh, because anybody can go and sign Don Manningley's name and copy it. But that letter of authenticity really makes that more valuable when you try to sell it later on on eBay or at an auction or whatever privately. It's the same thing, but just for digital digital goods and digital files. You know that's
0: what yeah. an NFT is. And what's the difference then between NFT and buying like land in the metaverse? Because aren't those both like digital? anyway with their own digital codes or whatnot or how how does buying land differ from being an nft
1: well yeah i mean so like everything that you're doing in there there's like a platform that it exists in right so like when you buy an nft um you buy it off of something like um like rareable right and then you know you have like a like an nft wallet and that's just like where the NFT kind of exists, right? And then I can send it. Maybe someone buys it. I can transfer it, and whatever. But there's like an instance of it existing. Buying the land that usually takes place on specific platforms. You have something yeah. like uh, De- Decentraland. So they've created this world, you know, this this networked platform, and inside it, you know, you you can have a parcel or you can have a sector, you know, of that um, of that game or that platform or that 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 little like kind of world. Or, or another one that's popular is Upland. Upland uses um, real, like real life, kind of um, places. So you have like almost like a Google Map, and, or like a map of like like New York City. You can you can buy a building, and it makes like a copy of like New York City, and then you can buy a building in there on like on um, Billionaire's Row, right by Central Park, right. And but that but you only have it inside the game, so it's only valuable. for for that instance, inside Upland. So if you buy it for, like, let's say $5,000 USD, and they also have a coin, right? So the the platform Upland has their own coin, but, you know, whatever, we're still using, you still have to transfer USD into the game or into the platform. So let's say you buy it for $5,000 and you sit on it and more, more players come to the game, it gets more popular, people are buying up real estate, it's supply and demand inside that little, Sure. you know, metaverse game or platform. Now yours, it, uh, it, it might um, go up in value and appreciate as the game becomes or the platform becomes more popular. You, know, you having that becomes more rare. And then inside Upland, you can also earn like monthly income uh, from owning certain properties. Um, how, like how, how do element. you do that?
0: You rent, rent it's, it's, out part of your property? So that's something
1: you can do in some of these but like some of them just kind of like um, it's almost like a dividend kind of like payment, like where, you know, from owning the property uh, and being part of the network, you get kind of like rewarded, you know, um, okay. for being like part of the network.
0: So, so is it like a monopoly like- when you land on boardwalk and then you got to pay? Yeah, kind of like that. There's diff- there's different like ways that they figure out how to like
1: um, how to monetize, you know, in, in the platform, uh, like yeah. with Upland at least. Um, but yeah I mean like for instance there's one uh, that people are building called blocktopia and that's a 21 story skyscraper in the metaverse so you know you put your oculus on or, you, or wherever they launch it maybe on a smart TV if you're not using a virtual reality headset but you put your oculus on or, or whatever you go in there and now you're like in this skyscraper you can go up the stairs you can ride the elevator and on every floor is like different content you can access uh, maybe there's like different like music going on you know different media you can consume. So inside that one, they're actually letting people rent out different spaces in there and and generating income from that. So like when I go in there, you know, at eight o'clock tomorrow night, there might be something happening on the 11th floor in the corner office or or room or whatever or space. Blocktopia has rented that out to like a company or something. So that's when things get kind of wild, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there's basically there could be an unlimited amount of metaverses, right? Which yeah, which I mean exactly. So but which ones are the main players right now? I know you mentioned Upland and you mentioned that block one. Um are there is there like a, a a huge amount or is are, are people uh is there one that's like super far ahead? You know, I know Facebook has create is creating one or have they created it yet? The met- their metaverse is it still in the works or well, I think, I think,
1: you know, it's it's gotta be understood that the metaverse is not just one thing, you know, it's like, okay. imagine like saying like social media, it's synonymous. Like it's very similar to how you'd say social media or the, or the internet. Um, you know, so yeah. So in the metaverse, you can have multiple apps, multiple, like individual kind of metaverses within the, within the whole thing, you know, like, uh, these little instances in there, Facebook will have one, um.
0: Like yeah. if I wanted to go to the metaverse, if I wanted to take a trip to into the metaverse, I'd need to buy one of those Oculus things. Do you need well, you one of
1: those. No, you don't have to. Like, like, you can probably do some stuff from like a big, a nice smart TV. Um, like Upland is is you can access it on. Actually, you would for Upland, you don't even use uh, an a, a, um, an Oculus. You would just do it from your laptop. You know, so so that's the thing. Like, metaverse is not about the human interface. It's it's the just the the concept of this alternate digital reality that's networked. That's all. So when you see like a kid, you know, at the mall and he's like glued to his phone, he's in the metaverse. I hear because you. he's not in this one. You know, he's not in this view of reality. Yeah. He's like in, you know, when these people are dancing in Times Square and someone's filming them and you know, whatever that's for TikTok. That's some other like reality, you know, it's taking over your eyes, it's taking over your ears. And you're in there okay you can snap out of it for a minute and come back vr just makes it more immersive that's all but vr is just one layer it's the human interface layer you know yeah and, what what
0: what other layers are coming because i've i've heard things like you're going to get like uh fingertip type uh, insertions so that you can start to feel in the metaverse and uh, and things like that what are the new think- technologies that are coming out that are to me they're scary, but let's talk about them.
1: I think what you're talking about is like is uh, haptics. Um,
0: yeah, these are just you, think, the, yeah these are
1: things that you can do that like um, enhance like the, the touching experience in there. Um, so I mean, there's all types of companies developing like haptics like you were saying like they're like so if you touch something like if you have your VR headset on and, and you touch something, It'll like it'll feel
0: like you know you're you're touching. actually yeah yeah and you, you I mean, like have to get them. these things like uh I, I, surgically implanted into you in a sense. Look, that's uh, I'm sure that, I'm sure that there's people
1: like crazy enough to do stuff like that, but I don't think that's going to be like the big seller for next Christmas.
0: Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <don't think> so. <laughs> you know? Did you ever see that episode of Black Mirror where that where they did that where they basically you know were half. A computer and half, you could have these surgeries and be half computer and half human, like a superhuman, superhuman computer, but it's embedded in you, so you don't necessarily need any devices. The device is is you. You are the device, and you can like blink and like I mean, swipe. That's, that's kind of like that. um, it's kind of like Neuralink, you know? Is uh, yeah, Neuralink. That's what I was gonna ask you about with uh, yeah. with Elon Elon Musk's one, right? Well, we don't Where know
1: exactly. We don't know exactly what Neuralink is gonna be like just yet. Um. But um, that is definitely something that's going to be the start of that type of stuff um, where it's kind of uh, linking into your cortex or your, your kind of consciousness. Right. Yeah. Um, which, you know, look, <laughs> these are like um, big, big kind of questions, you know, for, for society. Uh, oh, I always say like, just cause we can do something, do we need to do it? You know, but look, I think history has taught us that, there's things that have come along that just didn't work for us as human beings. Uh, the tablets, right, are one of them. Like we don't really use the a tablet. Tab-
0: yeah. Just, yeah use, like it's just like, use your phone.
1: It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like most people have a large enough phone, and it's like you use it for like some things, but it's like more like a utility now. Like you'll use it to put the tip on, like a like if you go to a store, you you sign your finger on it. It acts as a cash register, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, so you know, so like. like there's things that have come along that we've tried and they just don't, they don't work like clubhouse, you know, was something that launched uh, during the pandemic. And it was like this kind of audio experience. And it, it, you know, now it's like uh, an afterthought, Uh, but then there's things that are coming along that um, we're not replacing. Right. I think people have the um, perception that when the metaverse happens, um, it will replace what we're doing now. Um, But that's not true. Like we, we haven't replaced laptops, like mobile phones have not, really replace the laptop you know as a as a as a tool that we use so i think um i think where things go it's going to be the same way like we'll see what works and what doesn't when it comes to the metaverse you know
0: yeah yeah it's it's a little bit scary have you seen that facebook uh, uh commercial the 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 meta commercial where it's like uh starts off with like the where, where'd you go michael I'm
1: here. I'm just plugging my uh, charger, <laughs> in. I don't want to lose Michael
0: you. Michael left. It like, was uh, like a fire. There he doesn't fire like that I just question. The,
1: I just jumped out the window real quick. <laughs> it's
0: like I'm leaving this interview. This is uh, uh, no the that commercial is kind of it's kind of scary uh have you seen it the one where the kids are dancing and doing this weird head motion where it's like a nod and a no at the same time it's kind of going in the shape of the meta sign which is an infinity sign right their head is moving in that way and then there's a tiger attacking a a a a a bull like eating it and then it gets seen and it starts to pet it and it's like it's super bizarre um Yeah, I guess my question was, since you were saying, to, you know, with with all these things, do you feel like that that this is like kind of like the mark of the beast as they speak about in the, in the in the Bible and in Revelations, and that you know this is the where we're going to have to go, and we're going to have to use digital currency, and and this is where we're gonna where society's going to live very soon uh, by making the choice to exit this 3D world and enter into that. 2D world. I mean, that's a pretend. Well, no, I,
1: I don't because I, I don't think it's going to replace anything. I I I truly feel like, um, technology is up to how human beings use it. I think a lot of times we we demonize the the technology, right? Um, but like you and me, like like we could take a knife and we could cook dinner with it. We could take a knife and rob somebody with it. So we're not demonizing knives. You know what I'm saying? Um, we can't demonize the iPhone. You know, you use it to book guests and send emails and do whatever you do on it to kind of, you know, connect maybe with your family and, and me too, you know, but some people are using iPhones for nefarious things. Right. Sure. And, you know, like terrorists or whatever, whatever. like there's horrible things, um, but we're not demonizing the iPhone. Right. So I think, you know, if there is like a negative side to a lot of this, um, it's that it, it's that it like, there's like more and more people like connected and, and data can kind of be exploited or look more towards that type of stuff where it's like, the more networked we are, the more connected we are, the more like data is being built that we as users don't really, we don't get a, a, a benefit of that, you know, Facebook, Snapchat, Zoom, everybody's connect, collecting so much data on us that we don't even really, um, we don't get any benefit from that, and they are completely able to sell that to the government. They're able to sell that to third parties uh, who can purchase that, and and we really have no idea. There's a great documentary um, called "The Great Hack" uh, that came out, um, like you know, I think about two years ago, and it explains how you know how manipulative data can be and content can be, and it's very sure, tricky. Absolutely. So, so no, I think people, you know, look, we're always going to need to walk in the woods, man. We're always going to need the ocean. We're always going to need to go out to dinner. You know, we're always going to need human connection. There's, that's what it is to be human. Um, I think it's just things like the metaverse are going to become more entertainment. And I think they're going to be utilized for tools. You know, like if you want to, you know, practice heart surgery, you can do it in the metaverse. And you can perfect that. And then before you even step into the emergency room or the operating table, you've done that surgery like 50, 100 times, Practice it in this VR setting. So I I think that's where you have like these amazing benefits. But I don't, I don't like, like personally, I don't see like, mass
0: people starting to live in vr i just i can't see it you know but you yeah. don't you don't believe that we're going to be like that movie wally where all these people are just living in their oculuses and they're so fat that they're just riding around and it's basically machines take. have you ever seen that movie wally yeah yeah
1: well i think of that i think of ready player one
0: yeah, right player One is more. but that's not as far as what Wally takes. it. Wally takes it the yeah, yeah. these guys are just living on a ship in the middle of space, and they're just like they're just getting fed and they're basically just batteries similar to mm-hmm. the matrix
1: more than I see. So the answer for me, it's it's no. i don't I don't see it within our lifetime. Maybe two hundred years from now, it's a different story, right? I can't think that far ahead. Like the way it, you know in the eighteen hundreds, it was hard to think of what we're doing now, but um, I see more of the threat coming from AI uh, and, and not slowing down with that. Then I do like things like the metaverse, you know.
0: Uh, but do you think that AI or the metaverse or any of this technology—it's not—it's not slowing down. It's all—it's all speeding up. It's all about faster. Let's get 5G now. Let's get 6G. Let's get everything is moving towards faster, 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 right? With technology, that's the whole point of technology, so that it moves quicker, faster, more efficient, do more things, get more things done, not slow down, right? Well, I think. Um,
1: I think that's why, you know, personally we need checks and balances with these types of things. Um, look, I'm a big fan of capitalism. I'm obviously a business owner. I'm a big fan of, you know, you work hard, you deserve to be rewarded versus someone who does not work hard. And you know, that's just life, you know, like that's just the nature of life. But, but I do think that there needs to be some regulations on things. Right. So it's like, especially in, in America, we, we're very unregulated when it comes yep. to this stuff. Whereas yep. you go to China, you go to China or you go to uh, like, you know, even like North Korea, like they're run by their governments. Like you can't, your business can't do anything without getting approval. Like there's probably a cap on how much you can even make. And, you know, it's it's like a different a different situation there. In America, we have this freedom of capitalism, which which creates amazing things, right? It can create things like the car, um, it can create things like you know really advanced airplanes and just very advanced technology but yeah when it comes to certain things uh, specifically artificial intelligence um, and uh, certain things within telecom uh, iot you know sometimes we, we do have to pump the brakes a bit and i think it's very good to be centered on things like that you can't yeah. be like too too left or too conservative about technology because it does help a lot But you have to be grounded in reality and and be like, look, like, like I said in the beginning, just because we can do something maybe doesn't mean we should do it. So, like, how do we, you know, how do we look at that and really talk to the experts? That's the other thing, too, is like we need to speak to experts, not just like politicians who, you know, want to create a law or whatever, you know. Well, that's a good um, question.
0: That's a very good question. Who are the experts? I mean, you're talking about the experts are supposed to be our leaders, or our politicians, and they're so corrupt that uh, you know they're, they they the Elon Musk would be an expert, right? And these billionaires should be the experts, correct?
1: Yeah, as long as they don't have an agenda, you know. So, like Elon Musk is an expert, but he also has a a plan and a mission and a private business agenda, right? He has um, shareholders. He has you know, product quota. He has uh, uh, like a vision to meet and, and expectations. So yes, he would be an expert, but he also has an agenda, right? So to me, more of an expert would be more of like, like a nonprofit scientist, nonprofits that can, can exist, that regulate and provide consulting in these areas. Because you're right, like politicians, yeah. are not, right. Yeah, politicians are not experts in AI, they're experts in civil engineering and lawmaking and and lobbying and, you know, what they're experts in, right, the government, but they should be taking counsel from experts in AI or telecom or or metaverse or, you know, even people that do studies on um, the effect of social media on teenage development of their emotions and their brains. You know, the the social dilemma points out specifically Mm -hmm. that. There's been a huge increase in depression because of platforms uh, like Snapchat, like Instagram, and like TikTok. So, you know, that's where, where the politicians need to talk to these clinical psychologists or experts in their field. But to, to your point, it can't be people from private businesses that have their own agendas. It has to be someone very neutral.
0: Yeah, I agree with the whole nonprofit thing, but is that realistic? You know, like in in how long is that? Is this going to be 200 years from now? You know, (laughs) like before that even gets passed, we could, you know, put nonprofits into power or are there some nonprofits that are in power to make policy uh, and rules? I don't think so. Right. It's, It's really literally our politicians and our president who make these rules right now currently. So in order to affect because everything's moving so quick, you'd have to move just as quick to put these policies in place so that you're not uh overstepping and becoming god uh you know before it actually happens you know i agree with you um look i
1: think i mean i think we all i think every single person in in, in the country no matter their you know political uh, uh beliefs understands that most of the time a lot of the people making these decisions are very old <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just the truth, right? They're not—they're not in touch with what uh, is actually happening, right? On the on the—I don't want to say the street level, but like, uh, like in society, what is actually taking place. These people are are very old. They're, you know, a lot of times um, very affluent. They're—they're they're looking at it from, like I said, there's always going to be stakeholders involved with their decisions. So that's the tough part is you know is is it's the same reason why it's, it happens in the oil industry it happens in the, in the gas industry it happens in the energy industries you know you have these things that, that come along these, these like, like fracking right and could it could, could fracking poison the environment right it's a, it's a legitimate question that's argued and the answer it leans towards yes right but at the same time that fracking company creates so much wealth and jobs and money for the for the state and for investors and so it's really like how do you how do you balance this a little bit more right, right. how do you you know it's it's these yeah. are tough these are tough
0: questions you know they, they are and for and for those and and i think a lot of people uh, don't necessarily have the knowledge and, and just in case some of the audience doesn't know what fracking is can you explain or elaborate a little bit on on what fracking is it's a form
1: of drilling for um, for gas energy right it's a form of, of drilling down into the earth where you 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 seek to extract a gas form uh, of a natural gas form of energy but in doing so uh, situations where that gas uh, moves or escapes uh, unintentionally and that can that can create a lot of problems in the earth and the water uh, gas can get into the water supply, and it can, you know, it can create a lot of problems. You know, if, if that happens, because sometimes there's a volatility there. That's what fracking that, is.
0: Okay, and that's what uh, that was the controversy that was happening in Flint, Michigan, right, where the the water vapor or the gas vapor got into the water supply, or the, somehow it got contaminated, right? Exactly. So you have these small
1: communities in the Midwest or wherever they are, right? Maybe <laughs> Pacific Northwest, Midwest. And you know these companies come in and they they detect and they say, look, we're gonna we're gonna pay the town you know millions and millions of dollars. We're gonna create jobs. We're gonna help out with the economic infrastructure. Um, all things that are you know they really do do that, right? But at the cost of you know, could it like we said, could it poison the earth? Could it poison the water supply? Could there be mistakes that are made? And and that does happen. So like I said, if they if they don't slow down you know, and I'm only bringing this up because we can relate it to the AI and the metaverse. Correct. It's not, it creates a lot of good, but it can also create a lot of bad, negative. So we have to figure out how to balance that and and if you go too fast, that's when mistakes happen, right? And this whole like um, move fast and break things kind of mentality is okay when you're building a software as a service app, you know, like a project management tool, but when you're talking about consciousness or the environment or gas leaking into the earth, you, you can't have that that, that Silicon Valley uh, move things or, or, or move fast and break things mentality. It's just not, you can't do that it's with space, yeah. with satellites, with human lives, you know, with, with rocket ships. Like, you, can't, you know, yeah, so yeah. that's right.
0: And I guess that's a big so, difference between the met, the metaverse, which is like fake reality it doesn't necessarily affect real life problems like what you're talking about is that what you're going to lead into
1: well i'm just relating it to, to saying like like you know these these new these new technologies they have a lot of benefit but we want to monitor them closely and make sure that um we mitigate the negative side of it you know we don't move too fast with it we slow down a bit and like you said that's not easy to do because there's a lot of money to be made
0: you know Who who are the leaders in the politics? Do you know much about who is pushing for restrictions of the internet and kind of, you know, putting restrictions on? uh, You know, I I know with like social media stuff, you were you were speaking about that in China they regulate it more with things like you're not allowed to go on social media after a certain time, social media is turned off that way at eight o'clock, social media is done for everybody in the entire country, little things like that. So that you're not, uh, so that people aren't talking behind your back and it has a lot of, you know, benefits as far as, you know, uh, what you were talking about with depression and social anxiety and things like that. So the, the, the restrictions that China puts on their social media I I tend to agree with that. Um, who in our government, if you know of any, are working towards, you know, that same sort of system or that same sort of policy? Do you know anybody? So I don't know specific names of politicians, but I will say this. Um,
1: the metaverse is very, very new in the sense that I don't even think a lot of the politicians have a grip on it yet like how how do we are we even able to police the metaverse you know is there going to be a dark net element to it where there's like an untraceable community or 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 or, um uh, instances in there where it's like dark meaning you can't you can't get it without like a specific url or code kind of like the dark web um you know is there going to be trafficking on there is there going to be drug dealing is there going to be you know like i said nefarious types of content on there oh, yeah. the, the answer is yeah. yes like like yeah. anything in our history has shown us that that's gonna happen people are gonna try wherever there's an opportunity somebody's gonna try so the, the metaverse is so new that that's the re- that would be the real concern to me less than more than like people in mass deciding to like disconnect from this world and go into that one i i don't like i said i don't think that's gonna happen but i would say like Policing it for nefarious activity has to happen, right? That's that's definitely got to happen.
0: Are they um, policing it? Are they policing it now? I mean, how do you how do you transverse the dark the dark web? That's a that's a. I, I heard that there was a somebody told me basically we're living in like ten percent of what the actual internet is, and ninety percent of it is the dark web, where the normal user of the internet is not able to access. Is that is that accurate?
1: Not, not really. Because, like, think about it. Like, if you put ten people in a room right here, or if you put fifty in a room, maybe one of the two of them are going to even know what the dark web is, right? Most internet activity actually happens in a social media platform nowadays. If you notice, a few years back, social media platforms developed their own browser. So when you're in Facebook on your phone and you go to click on a website for the Washington Post or whatever, you don't leave Facebook to go to your Safari browser anymore you just use Facebook has its own browser built in now, even for web pages. Right. And that's the same with uh, Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. um, Maybe not YouTube, but definitely Instagram and Twitter. So um, I'd say more and more traffic happens in these siloed social media uh, experiences, which was an actual, there's a documentary about that, how we used to have more of a free and open internet um, before social media, where you could, uh, it wasn't as like skewed towards you, right? It was a little bit more neutral where you could go to any web page and access different sites and news. And But now they've kind of corralled everybody into these social media experiences. So I get my news from Twitter, right? Instead of a website usually. Or I get my news from, you know, if it's finance, the Wall Street Journal uh, app or-
0: Yeah, but um, you get it from Twitter, but it's referencing the actual specific website where, where you exactly, you don't, ha- you don't s- have to take the time to- visit that website you just exactly but i'm still
1: it. utilizing the twitter ui the platform right so sure. most internet activity happens on that layer right of ind- it's called indexable web content which means google can index it you can search it you can find it easily the dark web exists uh only with specific you know urls that you need to access different things and people don't have the right browser for that, and they're they're just not interested in that. Plus, they probably feel all weird even about doing it because it's like, what am I, what am I doing here anyway? Yeah, um,
0: it's called so the think, dark
1: web for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah, it, basically go there. <laughs> dark, dark meaning you can't find it unless you're looking for, like you have the, the light for it, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it's not easily able to be easily accessed. But all it really is is just the infrastructure of networked, like network servers, right? So it's it's not any different from the indexable website in in a sense but it's just like much harder to navigate you know that's all um yeah so so anyway with that said um i think that's the main concern with with the metaverse you know and that's where we really need to make sure that we're being regulated and that people are safe and but look that's always going to be a concern that's a concern with twitter and facebook and and all these other platforms anyways like staying on top of the
0: safety of users you know that's important but we don't to to knowledge have any government policy or a, a politician that's pushing towards that, so we don't have a, a expert that we could go to to help with this regulation. As as we know, as me and you both know, right?
1: Not for the metaverse, I'd say. For it's definitely on the radar for AI. A lot of people, you know, I don't, again, I don't know specific politicians, but um, you know, look, this is the type of thing that to me it transcends party, right? You're going to sure. have Republicans who are going to push for you know government not getting involved mm. in private business and you know what i'm saying like you know yeah. kind of cap capitalism and you know so they you know there's that side right which they've always kind of upheld that that thought pattern um but then you and then you're going to have the democrats or the, or the left you know um that are going to be more you know, uh, freedom and, and innovation and, and, you know, libertarian views. And so it's like, it, it even transcends all that. Cause both of them kind of have their, their angle of pushing this forward no matter what, right? Like one yeah. of them saying, don't get involved. And one of them saying we want innovation. And so I think it transcends all that. I think, um,
0: but for it, the metaverse, it, you're going to need a Republican. That's what you're saying, right? You're going to need somebody that's conservative going in there and be like, whoa, 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 slow it down. You know, like too much freedom. Maybe.
1: Maybe, but but at the same time, a lot of Republicans don't want the government to get involved, yeah. right? They don't yeah. in business. So, so like what we talked about before is like, like a lot. The people that are driving these decisions are businesses, right? Yeah, and they're the ones that are like really pushing the momentum. So it's the government's job to almost be like bipartisan, and and be like, look, like both sides need to need to be like, look, we really need to. Um, create a checks and balance system here because I I do think the Democrats are going to be the ones that are more like, Hey, this can affect my kid. Hey, this can, you know, we want, I don't want, I don't know if I want my kid growing up with this and the Republican side is going to be more like, um, yes, they're conservative, but they're going to be like, Hey, we don't really want government to get involved in the private business, but we need to like, again, we need to just kind of push that aside and be like, look, this is about human beings. You know, this is about like safety um
0: that's my take on it so have you ever thought about running for office <laughs> i, I yeah. think you would be perfect for that i would vote for you if i could get your name right you know on am ballot. yeah i would you know like uh, a lot more uh, people are looking for real people for real problems and if you're an advocate i mean you're obviously very knowledgeable in the tech world in the business world and in the in knowledgeable as far as regulations are concerned yeah man why why not throw your name in the hat in there and just see what happens
1: well i i appreciate you saying that i actually um i do aspire actually to work uh you know in politics and with the government um i'm starting actually this year because it's one year living in the in the town that i live in in New York i'm about an hour north of new york city i, I work heavily in new york city but i live about an hour north um yeah. I do want to run for local government around here, so I do want to get my foot uh, in the door. Um, but I think if I were to do it, the only the one thing that would give me like you know um, an advantage here is that I can sit in the middle of things, right? We, the problem with with America is is it's like you know it's always been like this. People pick a side and they lean so hard to it without understanding that we have a humongous country. You know, I live in New York. Uh, where, where do you live? Florida.
0: North Carolina.
1: North Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I live in New York, I've lived in LA, I've been to my, you know, I've traveled extensively to Miami and all these, and I've traveled across the country to the Midwest. And, you know, the way people are in New York is so different than when you go down to like Arkansas or even like Pittsburgh or, you know, even upstate New York, it's a whole nother. So you have to be very like centered and understand that this can't just be about the way that you think, even though you have a way of thinking and a belief system, that's great you know we need to celebrate that in america but we also have to realize that there's just so many so many different people and ways of living and and we have to respect and understand all of them so so to your point a lot of times i can i can really come in the middle and understand the side of the capitalist because that's what makes america really great is that we have that freedom and capability to to innovate and and you know and and um, be entrepreneurs and be entrepreneurial and build things and but at the same time we also have to understand that this isn't just all about money, you know, it has to be about human rights and, and people's opinions and safety. And so, so anyway, I don't want to get too off topic here, but if no, I, really like- I
0: love it, I, to, to be honest with you, I, uh, I've become more and more with this whole pandemic, pandemic, however you want to call it, uh, become way more political and realized that I, I was liberal up until I started to realize or study into what. Politics really is. And then just by definition, I'm I'm now considered conservative, but I'm really not. I believe in people's rights. I'm more of a centrist, you know, yeah. to, to your point. But uh with the fact that I don't believe in vaccine mandates and mandated vaccines, and the fact that I don't trust the vaccines merely because they just have been the information hasn't been clear enough to me to present, okay, this makes sense. It just hasn't made sense to me. Um, and just because I have that stance now I'm labeled or by friends, family, whatnot as a Trump supporter. And I don't like Trump, you know, I, I don't, sure. I've always want, you know, wanted, I wanted Barack Obama to win when he was running, um, You know, but I didn't know anything about politics at the time. I was just like, oh, charismatic black guy. Awesome. You know, definitely need that in America. But I'm focused on my things and I don't, you know, I don't follow the politics. And the more and more I started to follow the politics, the more and more I realized both sides are completely corrupt. Both sides are just completely corrupt.
1: So we need a change.
0: Yeah, we need a change, and somebody like you would be a breath of fresh air, to be honest with you. Because that it, it's very difficult to have a conversation with somebody and give your points of views, and for somebody to kind of appease both sides to bring a unity. We need a unity, and I think that's what you're saying, right?
1: We do. We, we need to. We need a bridge. Politicians, in my opinion, are here to serve the people, right? So we need a bridge. You need to be a bridge to each side. Even if you, you know, even if you're a Democrat or a Republican, it doesn't really matter. You need to be a bridge to the different ways of thinking and the different lives that exist in America. You know, there's no country like America in the world. Um, you know that that accepts everybody. You know, like in you know, you know look, even now, like in uh, all over the all over the country, people are you know, you have a lot of diversity and you know, in, in everywhere in the Midwest now and. Upstate New York, Pacific Northwest, it's not just like New York is diverse anymore or LA or Chicago or whatever. You have a lot of diversity period. And what's always been the beautiful thing about America is it really does accept everyone. Um, You know, you see it a little more sometimes in in the port cities uh, or in NFL cities as as we call it in the telecom world. Um, But that's what's beautiful about America. We accept people. And, but when, when you accept people, right, from everywhere, you're also accepting their culture, their opinions, their ideas, right? And I think that's what it really is to be in the middle, is to be able to kind of have all these feeds running into you and be able to understand all these walks of life and not make decisions from an individual perspective. Most people outside of politics, like our family, like our friends, um, they, they, they form an opinion based on their own personal life well, I like this presidential candidate because he's going to improve my life, right? Which is fine, but that's just one life out of, you know, billions of lives on the planet that all are existing at once, right? So that's the main thing to always keep in mind is is we have to optimize for the whole, not the individual, right? That's important. And that's, you know, some people have a problem with that, you know, and, and understandably, you know, because we all live day to day. Anyway, like I said, uh, well, I'll vote wrote- for you,
0: buddy, <laughs> for sure, one hundred percent. Let's go back. Let's go back a little bit. Uh, we can have that discussion at another time. When you go to run, yeah. I'll be lobbying for you, one hundred percent. How does cryptocurrency tie into the metaverse um, at all? I know you mentioned you can have coins for certain metaverses that will accept these coins but i don't think people if people don't know what the metaverse is they are just as confused about what cryptocurrency is you know what i mean sure yeah cryptocurrency
1: the confusion there is isn't is it an investment vehicle or is it a currency because let's face it like we don't really buy things with bitcoin you and me right like very rarely today are you applicably buying something with bitcoin most people are putting USD, right? Dollars into an account and buying Bitcoin and just keeping it there. That's a, that's an investment vehicle, right? And then it goes up and down in value. What's the difference between that and a stock? Not much. Yeah, and it's the same as an
0: NFT, right? An NFT is also an investment vehicle. It can be, but at least with an NFT,
1: there's a created value for it, right? Okay. So it's kind of like... Um, I always give this example. Starbucks, right? We all have had a Starbucks in our lives. Starbucks has an app. You take your money and you convert it into the Starbucks app, and they give you like Starbucks dollars. And now you pay with the app, right? You're not giving out dollars. You're not using a bank card. You've taken it. You've transferred it. You've converted it into an account. And Starbucks has now booked that value. Even if you don't spend it, they've they've got they've you you put your money into their thing, right? So they, okay. that's, on, that's on the books now for Starbucks. So they work mu- very much like a bank. And then after 10 purchases, you get some free coins and some free stars and swag and things like that.
0: Oh, really? So
1: okay. that's very similar to uh, a cryptocurrency, right? That is a, that is a very similar to it. It's a, it's a digital currency. Um, where these digital currencies become interesting and why the metaverse is so fascinating. Because like I said, right now, me and you, we're not paying for things with Bitcoin or Ether, right? We're still just using USD. But what happens is the metaverse creates this new reality where now you might have uh, something like Blocktopia. They'll have their own currency, just like Spain has their own currency or Uh Japan has their own currency. And when you go into Blocktopia, you can't buy anything with a USD. You know, you have to convert it over and you might get a little less or you might get a little more and, you know, whatever. I see. I understand. That's where crypto becomes applicable. And I think that's why a lot of people are excited about the metaverse Uh, application to cryptocurrency. Now you can you can spend and buy and trade and you can actually utilize that. Um, The reason why cryptocurrency is powerful is because it decentralizes currency. Meaning if a kid lives in Brazil and he has Bitcoin and a kid lives in New York city and he has Bitcoin for both of them, it's worth the same amount. Whereas like if the kid in New York had USD and the Brazilian government is crashing down, their currency is worth nothing. You know, it's not strong. It's not worth anything, but that kid now has Bitcoin and that. Now it's, he has the same value as everyone else in the entire world. And that's, that's what, where the decentralization comes in, you know?
0: Yeah, but are you able to use? I know Elon Musk just came out and said McDonald's. If you use Dogecoin, if you will accept Dogecoin, I'll go and uh, buy a Happy Meal, something like that. Was a tweet. Um,
1: He's um, the thing is, he's like a renegade. You know, he's like a renegade type guy. uh, Very like he sends these tweets, and it's it's they're not like I don't want to say they're not real, but it's like you know. He just just to mess like with a, the
0: just to mess with people just he, to mess yeah, around. Like,
1: I don't know if that's what he's doing, but it seems like it. So it's like the thing is like none of us are going to go buy a McDonald's with our Bitcoin, really. Um, but it was Do- to-
0: it was Dogecoin? <laughs> Dogecoin, yeah, <laughs> yeah a, like, even, a, even which, uh, which some people might. But I remember when it was five cents and it jumped up to almost a dollar, and people made bank on Dogecoin for just a little while, and then it obviously plummeted again, but. Well, it's very volatile. That's the thing about
1: yeah. cryptocurrency. It's very volatile. It's not insured. You can't short it really. Um, it's not, and it's not tied to any of the financial markets. So, like, everything in life for the most part is tied into our economy. Like, when you buy a house, they take your mortgage, they put it in a pool of other mortgages, and then those mortgages are traded on the markets and investors can invest in that, right? Crypto yeah. has no connection to any of the anything economically, pretty much. I mean, there's a few ETFs and there's a few things, but it's it's but very are, interesting.
0: But are they waiting? Is that's what I'm saying? Uh, is it happening? Is when the metaverse hits, whenever Facebook, Microsoft, whoever comes up with their metaverse, it's like the with their are they going to then utilize their bitcoins? Their uh, what's the other one? Ethereum, you said. Uh, Ethereum, yeah, yeah. Those are the two main players, correct? Those are the biggest crypto coins, yeah, Ether okay. and
1: uh, Bitcoin. Yes, yeah, so uh, I think so. I think the answer is yes. I think when you create a metaverse and you create a digital, you know, reality or or let's just say like a a land in there, um, I think a lot of them will use their own coin. You know, that's part of the whole um, uh, beauty of it. Um, does does Facebook have Bitcoin.
0: the? Uh, yeah, does Facebook have the ability to buy? Bitcoin, buy them out, and that now Bitcoin is the currency that Meta will have in their metaverse? No,
1: I mean, and again, I don't want to, you know, I might be wrong, but Bitcoin is not owned by anyone, right? So there's no, that's the whole thing behind Bitcoin. But if you
0: can only use Bitcoin, is it a thing to be able to say, Bitcoin cannot be used in any other metaverse, it can only be used in the meta Facebook metaverse. Then they would gain capital control of that currency, even if they didn't own it necessarily. uh,
1: There'd be no way for them to control it because there'd be no way for them. So the way Bitcoin, the way blockchain works is you have just like thousands, if not millions of uh, computers and servers all over the world Processing the blockchain of Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin sits on the blockchain, which you know uh, we don't have a lot of time, I don't think, but <laughs> but this. well, let's just say, like the blockchain creates a block every. There's intervals. Let's just say every five seconds, a block is created. It's basically a record, right, of of the network. And then another one, and then another one, and then another one. There's all these computers all over the world constantly doing this. So there's just no way for, for anyone to own it. That's the whole beauty of it. That's why that it has that beautiful element of transparency and decentralization. Nobody can own it. You'd have to access every single computer all over the entire world forever and into the past for the last 10 years of every block that's ever existed in order to truly own that. And that's, it's almost like technically like impossible. Yeah, I you guess know?
0: That's sort of my lack of knowledge on computers and uh, technology is interfering with me being able to completely understand exactly what that all means. Because uh, yeah, yeah, this you
1: know. could ahead. create their own coin, their own cryptocurrency. Then they could own that, but then it would defeat the purpose of decentralization if they did that. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, just them allowing, so just Facebook allowing, uh, uh, I'm going to keep calling it Facebook because there's so many different metaverses that you can, you know. Uh, sure. Yeah. Have. yeah of course. But Facebook is, he, they're the main players right now, right? Them and Microsoft, correct? As far as creating a metaverse that is going to be fully, uh, uh, encompassing meaning like you uh, attend meetings you go to work you uh your daily life is going to be through the metaverse that's their end goal right otherwise they wouldn't be doing all of this right
1: yeah facebook has taken the position now to be at the forefront of it so yeah they are i would say they are the biggest company uh pushing the metaverse forward and then yeah i would say microsoft and then also uh, Nvidia, which is a semiconductor company, but they also create software for building these three D, you know, these three D worlds. Um, but yeah, Facebook or Meta is at the forefront of all of this right now. You know, they are they are leading the way in a lot of it. Not to say though that other companies won't create things. You know, it'll be like just apps have, on the phone.
0: Yeah, but they don't have the capital behind them. I mean, that's you know, yeah, Facebook has got so much money. Way. They just that they got the easiest path of least resistance to be able to do this. And so, what you're saying with cryptocurrency is that they will just be, they will just uh, be able to accept cryptocurrency in that metaverse. And if that metaverse exactly. is beautiful and just so amazing, then cha-ching, cha-ching, it's good. You know, that's where they're. That's yep, where crypt- they'll be exactly. You'll doing.
1: go, you'll go to see, uh, you know, you'll go to see Bruce Springsteen in a, in a digital venue, and you'll buy your ticket with, you know, Facebook's cryptocurrency.
0: Um, Do you think, do you think that, and this is a bit conspiratorial, but I I love conspiracies. So do you think that this pandemic or this pandemic happened and then the metaverse is sort of coming out at the same time so that you are kind of persuaded to move towards a virtual uh, interaction of social skills because there's no worries about catching a uh, COVID. There's no worries about catching the flu. There's no worries about, you know, sneezing on somebody. Do you think, the, and that's totally conspiratorial, but doesn't it kind of make sense? If you were, if you were thinking 200 years out as a, you know, as the, the smartest people in the world probably are, would this have been a catalyst to kind of move everybody towards uh, uh, living in a society that's similar to that and accepting it? versus still living in this 3d world going out to the woods and going to the beach and starting your own fires
1: I think I think it um, I think anyone can look at the situation and and draw those comparisons I think smart people would I think intelligent you know free thinkers would say, you know hey, this looks like it came along and really like was made all these you know ten companies are like super successful, you know. Um, But you look at today and and all these companies are are literally being annihilated by the market. You know, which so uh, all the big ones, Netflix, uh, all the tech stocks are just being completely annihilated this last five days by this by the market. Um, I mean, people are losing, you know, 60, 70. You know, I think um, Netflix is down almost 50 percent. It's just it's a it's a it's a bloodbath you know
0: is it um, i haven't been keeping up with the stock market because i got a new phone and i got rid of my why well, i don't have i haven't downloaded the robin hood app and so i haven't checked it in like the last five days what's going on
1: so it's just it's it's you know a lot of it is because tech stocks technology companies use um future projections to understand profit and revenue a lot of them are not profitable today they're going to be profitable if they you know have another couple of years so they you know speculation happens in the market and Um, what they do is they look at the future, what they're going to project the price to be at per share. Then they work in reverse based on like inflation, 2%, 3%. Now that inflation has gone up, that makes today's value working in reverse much lower. And that's why you're seeing the sinking. So anyway, like I was saying, if you're drawing these comparisons, I think the answer to your question is, is yes. I think think everything was going to happen anyway. Like retail is going to dry up. We're obviously moving more towards a, a digital oh, yeah. world. Yeah. I think it did speed some things up, but I, my, in my opinion, like I just think people took advantage of it. I don't think it was like the like that wasn't like the goal or like the like the plan to do that. I just think that people saw it and thought fast and took advantage of it and and, and used it to create you know um, wealth and abundance for investors. You know, you look at a, you look at certain companies out there. Um, they're invested in Pfizer. They're invested in Moderna and they're invested in CVS. So they thought quick, you know, they made a quick decision. They said, look, this is, this is, you know, these companies are going to prosper and we need to get it. I think it's the same thing. I think people see an opportunity and they take advantage of it more than in my opinion, this is just my opinion. more than like, this was the plan from the get-go. You know what I mean? Um, because look, there's been a lot of people in high places and powerful people that have Suffered tremendous uh, losses because of things like this. You know, you think of like, you know, real estate developers, commercial real estate developers that are very big people. You know, in the world that you know own tremendous amounts of uh, real estate, and then they're just they're, it's just terrible. Banking, you know, is so. So I think again, some companies are always going to flourish in times like this. The Amazons, the Netflixes, the the Tesla, the you know whatever. Um, you know, one could make an argument that, you know, if we keep moving towards the metaverse, we'll never have to drive again. <laughs> but it's not stopping, you know, Tesla from moving forward, you know, and, and completely crushing, you know, 2021 as far as uh, revenue and profit. So, so I, again, my opinion is just people taking taking opportunity to, to you know, um, to make profit and revenue off the situation. Um, I, more than I see, like, from the beginning, this whole kind of plan. Um, but, you know, look, it's the thoughts cross my mind, you know, of, hey, like, this has really just pushed us more into this digital world. Like, is that? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. And uh, look, I, you know, and I don't know. The, I, you know, I, I, maybe sometimes I think too hard to connect all these dots. And I'm like, there's a, you know, this can't be a coincidence necessarily. I guess that's the question of most of the times is it, does everything just happen with no rhyme or reason? Or is it, like predestined or planned and that's for everybody's own individual you know spirituality to to figure out but uh i did want to go i did want to go here what what are some of the things that we do already that people are unaware that they are partaking in a metaverse uh just little things little things that people are unbeknownst to them you know you say hey uh you know you're like right now me and you we're participating in a metaverse right now uh, talking through a computer we
1: we, we certainly right. are yeah we certainly are
0: yeah um this could are, be a, you know conference or yeah yeah what what are, what are some of the and you know uh, what what are some of the things that like the 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 identifiers and i it was going to lead into another question uh which was what are some of the things that are happening now and then how quick until we are totally engulfed in a metaverse or choice between a fully functioning metaverse that seems just almost very close, probably identical to reality.
1: Well, I think, I think it's, we're, then you're looking at like the matrix, right? Like, uh, which is a great movie, you know, yeah. like the, that first, it really that first matrix movie really makes you think like whoa. all, um, but I think we're a long ways away from plugging our, you know, plugging our into our brain or something and completely like, but, you know, like I thought about it, you know, I mean, you look at people that are, you know, in a coma or, or paralyzed and, you know, that would relieve a lot of suffering for them if they could go into some, you know, fully like immersive experience where they're yeah. completely. In, um, yeah. But look, I, again, I don't think, I don't think that's where we're going. I think, I think this is about layers. It's a game of layers. So I think the metaverse and and all these things are just going to add another layer to our lives. I don't think it's replacing anything like you and I are on Zoom right now. But if you come to New York, we'll go grab a cup of coffee. So the layer, I have access to the layer to be able to layer this in to my reality. But it's not going to replace it. I'd still love to just go grab a bite to eat with you. right? But that's just humans, you know, Um, as far as people like what they're doing now, where they're already kind of in a metaverse. Gaming is a big one, you know. If you're playing like any um, kind of mass media online game, like that's like a metaverse. You know, you're you're collecting yeah. coins, you're purchasing products, you're, you're you're you have an avatar, like you're interlinked in there. So uh, that's a big one. Um,
0: is the is the Wii the the initial yeah. metaverse? The Wii, where I think that that was the first game, right? Where you were like, oh, that's me. That's my virtual me. Remember when the Wii first came out yeah, and you're like you're playing tennis yep. and you're like, oh, that's me, but it's it's not me, but I created that guy and I can change. Yeah, his it, it's, it's head exactly. Shape that's exactly.
1: That that's a, a building block of what we're moving towards.
0: It's just. Yeah, but was that the first one? Or was I it Mario so. Brothers? I, mean, I think one of the
1: first ones was, um, I'm trying to think back to like, I think like, uh, uh, what was it called? The uh, Second Life? There was a game. Uh, uh, way back in the day, about 10 or 10 years ago, called Second Life. And you would just have a house and a yard and, and have a job in this game. And it was very, you know, mundane, but you would just live this normal life, but in like this little game. <laughs> okay. And, okay. And, and like I said, Farmville, you know, uh, Fortnite, uh and then Minecraft know, is of
0: sort of a thing, right? Mine. Yeah, oh, World one. of
1: Warcraft was definitely a metaverse. Minecraft, yeah. but even before that, uh World of people were obsessed with World of Warcraft, you know, and that's like mm-hmm. at least 10 years ago. You know, yeah. The, Legend yeah. of Zelda.
0: I remember that kind of being a little like when I first was playing that, I was like, this is a little bit strange. It feels like reality, but not reality like that. Well, game, video like games
1: that. have always been like that. Like people have always immersed themselves, especially in those uh, um, fantasy games or those role-playing games. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like Legend of like Zelda. Fable and Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Those have always, But I think what really creates the, meta, the metaverse experience is the networked connection having different, you know, different communities of actual real people are the, are the avatars within there, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So gaming is, is the biggest one right now. And and then, you know, uh, VR, there's VR poker, there's, you know, Oculus, there's, uh, you know, Facebook horizon venues. You can go watch tournaments and NBA games and stuff. The UFC just said, they're going to do a, they're going to do a fight in the metaverse where you can like literally go in and, and watch a, a UFC match and so so there it's, it's all you're gonna happening. you're gonna go
0: in and you're gonna watch a real UFC fight in the yeah. metaverse. They're yeah, not go, like they're, it's, it's not gonna be avatars of this guy versus this so guy. it'll be like a
1: real nice. like you're sitting in like the garden or you're sitting in the T-Mobile Center out in
0: Vegas, like and what's different what what's different between that and just watching it on TV?
1: Uh, just a, the immersive experience. You know, okay. it on so you CV. can actually it's have a
0: you can actually have a seat, and there'll be a camera there. So in the stadium, will there be a camera that's on row five, seat A one, and that's your camera, and that's your metaverse experience? And but somebody else yeah. can yeah. also sit in that seat, but you're, exactly. there's a camera there. Yep. Exactly.
1: Some, Interesting. Yeah, someone else can also sit there, and and maybe yeah. they charge you know instead of fifty bucks, it's a hundred bucks. So. Yeah, but um, but those crazy. are all really metaverse experiences, you know. It's it's kind of uh, it's anything like I said that is like this digital networked reality,
0: you know. That's to me
1: uh, metaverse, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's super interesting and super like the possibilities are endless if you start to think about it. You know, like what you. Well, can the thing do we haven't really from... t- we
1: not really touch on like uh, we didn't really touch on the business case of it. Like, so for example. A company named Ericsson is um, building out like entire cities in the metaverse, so that they can plan out the 5G network. So instead of sending a guy into traffic and he's got to fight the weather, and you got to send a real team, it's going to take six months to do this. They can now do this virtually with such efficiency that they might be able to do this in two months. They're going to save all this time. They're going to save all this money. And then once they're ready to actually install the equipment, then they'll send. The technicians into the field or you might have a someone setting up a warehouse where instead of going through all the trials and tribulations of building out like a big warehouse with a manufacturing plant they can build it in the metaverse first work out all the kinks work out all the errors and and, and fix them and then that last step is to build it for real so these are the types of applications that i'm really more excited about using it more as a tool, you know, or, or being able to go in there and check out a, a building as a commercial real estate broker. You can look at the building, you can take people on a tour of it. You don't actually have to drive out to the location, you know, so, so that's more where, where I'm focused on when I do the investing, when I'm, when I'm working in there, um, more than the entertainment side, right? That's, yeah, that's you're a kind of
0: glass half full kind of a person, I could tell already. Uh, and one of the, uh, the one of the other positives that you pointed out was the medical uh, metaverse, which is basically like yes. if somebody is paralyzed now they can walk in the metaverse and have that feeling of walking. That's a big
1: initiative. You know? Yeah, that's a big initiative that I want to bring to nursing homes. Uh, I want to bring it to hospitals. I want to bring it to long term care facilities. Is is you know uh, people I know in my life uh, have spent time in there, and I've actually worked in one as a kid, and um, it's very miserable. Like they're, it's not. There's not a lot of happiness there for a lot of people. There's not a lot of joy. So imagine being stuck in this in this hospital with a, with a condition and you can't leave for six months. And imagine being able to go into the, yeah, you know, it would and, be amazing.
0: It would be. It would be I great. Mean, you could play. Yeah.
1: You could play poker. You could meet people. You could travel around and see different. Uh, they have all these three D videos of you know Dubai and and Spain and Italy and it would be it would it would you know look it's not the real thing but it's like it would bring you something. Yeah. It's the next best thing
0: to the real thing, you know, Uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the only, the only thing that I have a little bit against it is that I worry that it's, uh, and I, and I just turned real religious recently. I had an experience, which just completely like flipped me uh, upside down. And uh, I just worry that that there wouldn't be enough of what you're talking about, that that, that the entertainment, the self-glorification, the, uh, you know, you, you were saying it in a very nice way, but like the pornography and all that kind of stuff is just going to completely take over and make it an evil thing before, you know, whereas the things that you're talking about sound amazing, but like there's... I just worry that there's not enough good character people out there to be able to do this the right way. And that goes to my point of you running for office. There needs to be leaders and experts that are in control so that they can have these regulations over this thing that is going to be brand new. Otherwise, People that are selfish and uh you know uh, have their own self-interest and it's money driven or whatnot are just gonna completely take over and destroy something that could be an amazing thing and turn it into a horrific thing, you know. And I I really have you I've, ever uh,
1: go ahead. No, I was gonna say what you're saying is is completely relevant, you know, and I think I think you know, coming from a, a religious background myself as a kid, um you know, this is a people problem, though, in, in my opinion, because because they're looking at it on phones. They're doing these things, whatever. These people are selling drugs. They're, you know, whether tw- you know, whether it's through Twitter or, or WhatsApp, they're they're looking at things they shouldn't be looking at on you know their iPhone or or sneaking away, and it's still happening, right? right. Um, so even if even if it's not happening in the metaverse, it's just it's just gonna happen. people people are doing it. So it's really about, I think more and more an evolution of people that has to happen before the all these devices they stop doing these things like like what you said you had an experience um, and I just think that there's there's something in finance and this just shows you like this has been in place for, for a long time there's something in finance called the syntax have you ever heard of that before No. so when, when you when you learn about taxes um, working in 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 uh, an in investment advisory. I've learned a lot about taxes. And there's actually taxes that are collected from alcohol, from you know different sins that have existed throughout time, and they tax the money and that comes from these. So those types of things, just the fact that those types of things even exist, says something that we're willing to tax these things to make money off them. So you know, basically, what I'm getting at is, you know. Until these things are illegal, people are just going to always do them unless they have a moral compass, right? Like you and me, we don't have a need to go do heroin, right? Even though it's illegal, if they made it legal tomorrow, I have no need for I'm not going to go out and do it, right? I don't drink alcohol. Alcohol is completely legal. In New York, where I live, marijuana is legal. And I don't do any of that stuff because I have a certain character and 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 standard that i live my life right not to judge other people and what they're going through because everybody's at a different stage right like maybe 10 years ago you weren't the guy you are today sitting there and, and someone today in 10 years will change and they got to go through these things but to, to echo your point i think people have to have that evolution inside first and i think even if we made these things legal or illegal people are still going to do it the illegal drug trade is controlled it's so much of the economy, it's unbelievable. And it's illegal. And legalizing it or making it illegal has not solved the problem, really. What solves the problem is people having an individual experience where they say, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, it's like you can't do that at scale. You can make a law for everyone in the country, which is a simple fix, right? But we can't go to every single person in the country and make them have an experience where they they don't want to live a certain way anymore. Right. And that's the tough spot we're in. So until we get there, that's what you're always battling with. You know what I mean? You're always battling with, you know, if it's not the iPhone that they're doing bad things on, it's going to be the metaverse. If it's not the metaverse, it's going to be something else, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, they had magazines before, you know, yeah, still to your magazines.
1: Point, yeah. more and more positivity for these things or more and more good uses for them, you know, more and more of that needs to come to the, to the forefront instead of the negativity. Because what happens, what happens is negativity is always, you know, shouted from the rooftops, right? It's always shown exploited. It's like that saying people are, they want to see, they love seeing a car crash, you know? When traffic is flowing normally, no one even talks about it. You never say like, hey, I got home. Uh, hey, traffic was amazing today. <laughs> it was just a smooth ride. <laughs> but you, but, but you come home so and you tell, you tell your wife, oh, I saw a car uh, accident. I hit a deer, I hit a deer. Yeah, you know, whatever. so that's the change, right? I think more and more of the positive people need to speak up and speak out and build things and do things and, and, and talk about it. And then I think we'll see some more changes personally. Yeah, just one person's
0: opinion, you know. Uh, and it's a very good opinion, to be honest with you. As a guy who normally looks at things with a glass half empty, talking to somebody who obviously looks at, at life with a glass half full, it is, uh, it is, uh, it, it's nice to hear that, you know what I mean? Because usually... I'll have these conversations and I'm thinking about, well, what's going to happen? That's going to be bad. And then the other one's like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Well, not even that it's going to be even worse because of this. And it's like, you don't ever come to a resolve with that kind of thinking you have to, you have to think positively in order to bring on positive change. And that's something that I have uh, a tough time with because I'm like, you don't see what's going on everybody you know I, yeah, I, sure. I i tend to go off the rails a little bit well you and, have to keep uh, trying too that's the thing you can't give yeah. up because
1: okay. it's the ninth time that it works or the 10th or the 20th it's you know you, you know your background i don't know your background but i know you know, you said you recently had an experience you know it's it's year 35 that you had it i don't know how old you are but it wasn't year Thank 20 or, or or 17 it was the 35th year time through the cycle of life that you had this thing happen to you. For yeah. me, it was the 26th year when I had like something in my life, you know, wake me up. So that's the way to, to kind of, I try to look at it. It's like, you know, that's the, it's always, it's harder to build something than, than destroy something. It's always going to be that way. You know, you can rip a house down way faster than it takes to plan strategize and build it. You know, and that's the really the the way to look at it. And that's the work. That's the hard part of the work that we're all doing. You know, if you're trying to do anything good with your life is that it's always going to be more challenging to build than destroy. But that's that's just what we've taken on, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, you have definitely left me with more positive conversation. Like I feel good about now the metaverse. Like I don't. When I was coming into it, I was I was going to be like, oh, is it satanic? Is it, you know, work of the devil? Like, what's <laughs> yeah. going on over there, you know? And you have made me look at it so that um, I can take, I can embrace it and not be fearful of it. Uh, which I think a lot of people that don't understand something, uh, that's what they come in with. They come in with fear because they don't understand it. And you being able to articulate it the way that you did and you being able to present the points that you did with the positivity things like, you know, uh, uh, building uh, buildings and being able to work out the the, nicks, the nooks yeah, and crannies of yeah, yeah. things. And also, uh, you know, the medicine thing, that's a huge one uh, for good. somebody you know, that's I, bedridden.
1: And the more that we I think the more that we you know, the more that we blame the mediums for these things, you know, the phone, the laptops, the, the, we take the responsibility off ourselves, Right. Cause that's actually what really, you know, needs to transform is, is, you know, cause like I said, you can do beautiful things with a phone. You can do beautiful things in the metaverse. If the human being that is doing these things is coming from that place, you know? So that's, it's not so much the devices it's, it's and and I think the more we blame them, these things, right, yeah, the the more uh, we take the responsibility away from us as a
0: society,
1: which really is where the change and the work needs to be done. Again, just my. Well, opinion, I,
0: I, but... I, no, I agree with that. I also think that the change also needs to come from those that are giving us these devices—the Bill Gates, the the Mark Zuckerbergs—like they also need to be aware. And I guess that's where the regulation comes in. Yeah, like if you make it so easy for me to find pornography on my phone without any regulation, it's um, it's a slippery slope that it's too hard not to uh, slide into that. Like you said, it's easier to tear down than it is to build. And they are the builders. So there needs to be, I feel like that there needs to be some accountability for these guys just being like, well, we just created the technology. Now it's up to you guys to be the responsible ones. No, hello. You need to also be responsible with the technology and realize that it could cascade down this evil path and put these parameters in place because like you said before, there are not any experts that we're looking to. The experts of Facebook is Mark Zuckerberg and he is the leader, yet he knows I'm sure 100% that his algorithms cause depression and and you know i mean the, the entire uh goal of facebook when it first started was judging who looks better right you saw the movie yeah, 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 yeah. who looks yep, better so okay so it came from an right. evil place initially and then it just became this like uh you know awesome thing but it stayed evil it never became necessarily good and i'll, I'll let you i know you want to talk
1: Well, I think you're right. Like, I think, like, for all the good, like, you know, there's people who have, you know, they live stream church on Facebook, right? Um, They live stream, you know, um, services on there. And that's great, because now you can tune in, you know, let's say you leave your congregation, but you're really connected to it, and you, you know, you never know, you go to California, and you don't have a church anymore, and then maybe you walk away. But now you can connect back to that one in New York that you really loved.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of positives too. But you're right.
1: The people who run the platforms need to be more conscious, and they need to be more. um, um, They need to be more open to all types of people that are using these platforms, just as much as people need to be open to. You know, like I was saying before, like as a politician, you need to be open. You need to be connected to all types of people. Mm -hmm. These people also also need that. And I think um, I think like you said, you can't. Let people who have an agenda, whether that's for shareholders or that's to, pre- you know, look, they're you're trying to create profit at the end of the day. All these companies are trying to create profit. As much as we idolize people like Elon Musk or Steve Jobs or, um, you know, um, the CEO of, of Google, um, you know, all these people, like at the end of the day, they are working to make profit. They can keep the company running, keep shareholders happy. And you know, and and be able to raise the the price of the stock, and that can't come, you know, in my opinion, at the expense of, like you said, people's mental health and their issues. You know, and and you could say, like, hey, why don't you just turn it off? But it's 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 not that simple. You know,
0: it's not yeah, that simple. I, yeah, I I agree. I, I agree, but I a little bit disagree. It's not about profit all the way. Not at this point, not with, you know, close to $200 billion, $300 billion. It's not about profit at that point, because I mean, you don't really need that much money. It's more about personal ego at that point. It's more about them wanting to be looked at as a uh innovator as a, a you know at that point i think that that's i mean mark zuckerberg isn't trying to go into the metaverse because he needs more money or necessarily wants more money i think he's trying to be an innovator and trying to be like ah i'm the one that made the metaverse i'm the one like the same with elon musk yeah, i'm yeah, the yeah, one that made the, yeah. you know so there's
1: definitely so there's a that megalomaniac that. kind of vibe yeah you, yeah you, it's that's half the carrier right but You you brought up a good point before, and I wanted to just raise something, just just because it brings an interesting, um, contrasting ideal to this. And it's look at the NFL, right? The NFL, you know, the people that play in the NFL. Never before have we seen such high cases of CTE, which causes violence, it causes suicide, it causes severe mental health. We've seen players like Aaron Rodgers, right? We've seen players throughout the years. You know, in their twenties and thirties, uh, you know, suffering suffering immensely because of this game, right? They played through high school, college, and they get autopsies done, and it's like these guys, these doctors are like these guys have the, some of the worst cases of CTE we've ever seen. You know, Did I you mean uh, to say so, Aaron Rodgers, or I'm sorry, uh, Aaron Hernandez? That's what I
0: meant to say. Yeah, Aaron yeah, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah.
1: So, totally but no, <laughs> but, but nobody's going to stop the NFL. It's never going to. It's never going to be enough. To, because there's so much involved right now in it. There's so much money, there's so much uh, economic factor, there's fans. It, it's just it's just no one's ever going to walk away from that because of that suffering, right? Mm-hmm. And, and to me, I always found that very, very fascinating. So to your point, it's like once something becomes so embedded and so entrenched, it's almost as if we would have been better, we never started. but to your point, um, we're so far into it right now that the only thing we can do in my opinion is really start to look at moving forward how can we impose more of these regulations and these guys these megalomani- you know with their megalomaniacs if if they're not what I don't know you know i know some of them are kind of cool some of them are like seem a little bit more intense they need to be open to outside people coming in and looking at what's happening within their companies you know cuz like you said they're in charge of so much power so much wealth, so much money, that there needs to be some level there of responsibility. Otherwise, we're not living in a democracy. They might as well just be. I get that they run private companies, but these are private companies that affect so many people's lives. So they might as well be like their own little governments. You know what I'm saying? Because their yeah. Facebook affects so many people. Tesla yeah. affects people. You know. So um that's just how you. I think you're right about a lot of things. You, you can't have this closed door. Uh, them as companies they need to be, be able to have people come in and and tell them how to fix certain things and, and be open minded you know to these types of initiatives yeah
0: there's no regulation i mean how are you supposed to just you can just do whatever you want because you've got all the money in the world uh and who's stopping you who's yep. there and we've even tried to figure out like who in the government is out there actually trying to and i know that zuckerberg has been in hearings and things like that but like to your point you said there's people that are asking the questions, they don't even know the questions they're asking. That's the problem, is yeah, they it goes into the
1: hearing and the people that are asking him questions are idiots or they're just misinformed. Yeah, or they just and don't they know. Make,
0: yeah.
1: It makes them look stupid and him look like he's this, you know, smart, you yeah. know. But you know, but there is there is real issues that need to be challenged and brought yeah, up and talked yeah. about. Yeah. So you know?
0: more people in uh Positions of power, which the only place is the government as a senator, as a mayor, as a, I don't know, town hall president. You only make a difference whenever you start to climb that political ladder. And I know you want to climb that ladder. But what, I, what I'm what i saying to you is you need to take the elevator because the ladder is going to be too slow by the time that these, uh, you know, that it's happening so quick. You, if you want to get involved, I say take the escalator or the ladder. Or don't take the ladder. Take the escalator or the elevator, you know, uh, sure. so that yeah. so that you can get up there quicker. Because I think we need people like you who are so well known in the tech, but yet civil and human and want to use this tech for good that uh we need more people like like you. And I I and I'm not trying to, you know, uh, you know. I, I never do this, by the way, I, I'm never like, hey, go ahead and run for something that's important, you know, but like legitimately, you should, if you're even thinking about it, you should. And the cool. 22 primaries are coming up relatively <laughs> quick. I think you got time. I think you got time. I, I, I got Utilize time. social I media. You got time. I mean, it's it's nine months away. This is the perfect time to throw your name in the hat and start to do something that actually makes a difference or try to anyway.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah, you definitely. I Look, like, I think it reaffirms my. I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna take it in in, in this one, but you know, like you know, even something like uh, Congress or Senator
0: um, has something. been on my mind. Put, you know, yeah, get give yourself something. Go, yeah, man, I would vote for you. And you're you a level-headed guy for sure. And uh, You're not a yes guy, and uh, you know the only thing you have to worry about is uh, special interests and making sure that you know you're not going to get handed a million, two million dollars, and then that curves your, you know, because I think that's what happens to a lot of these politicians. They get, you know, I mean, they get bought out. They just get bought out. You know, it's so easy to get bought out.
1: It's so easy to to take. I mean, in America, we have again, it's called dark money. It's basically you're. Allowed to contribute to these political nonprofits, and the donor is anonymous. You don't have to disclose who the donor is. So other countries, other countries can donate. Other like governments can donate. Uh, cor- corporate you know executive corporate leaders can donate. So it's very uh, the way it's set up is, is is like I said, it's it's almost set up for that. So.
0: Yeah, well, if you do decide to run, and I hope you do, like honestly, throw your name in the hat. I'm even thinking about throwing my name in the hat, but I know I'm such a dummy. I, I won't be able to. I I, won't, I make don't too many people. A, no, it's not that I'm a dummy. It's just that I don't necessarily know too much. You know, not 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 enough to. You know, I, I I'm not, but I could boost somebody like you up. You know, I could help boost somebody like you up, and I would yeah. love to work with you for you if you decide to run. I'm in your corner, you know what I mean? Cool man, I
1: appreciate that. That's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: well, we'll see. We'll see where things go.
0: All right. Well, any final final thoughts, final words?
1: No, I just I, I really, you know, I really enjoyed the talk and uh you know, look I think you know, uh evolution of all of this technology is we've never dealt with it before. It's the first time it's ever like you said it yeah. you hit the nail on the head. It's moving very quick so you know just uh i think everybody just again try to keep that positivity in whatever you're doing speak your positivity i think like i said i think a lot of times positive people they they don't have to say anything because it's like i'm positive but maybe vocalize speak it a little bit more and then balance that you know maybe all of a sudden it's now it's a little 52 53 percent positive
0: you know yeah yeah it's not all doom and gloom like you know and you might have probably so. listened to a few did you listen to any of my podcasts you're probably like oh man this guy's like i didn't a get a list. chance to but i'm gonna no, go you don't back have, now and, and no, you don't pop have a to. couple on I, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well my it, t- uh, say your last name again for me because i want oh it's uh yours to Ber-
1: Berrian, michael barian
0: michael barian our next president ladies and gentlemen <laughs> no hopefully that would be it that would be awesome but at least our next uh uh fighter in the uh in the political realm hopefully you throw yes. your name in the hat like honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna name this episode please throw your name in the hat mr michael barian because yeah.
1: <laughs> sure, we yeah. need
0: you we need you you know the metaverse needs you they need people like you they need more regulators who are going to pump the brakes on you know The more nefarious things that are going to be going on with this technology that we can't even wrap our brains around yet, you know, the majority of us, anyway. Yeah, sure. Awesome. I agree 100%. Perfect place to finish off. I appreciate your time and I hope to uh, have you back on for, you know, with another topic or hopefully you're running for office and then we can, uh, you know, talk about that. So, we'd love to. Sounds good. Amazing. Have a beautiful night keep in touch. I will appreciate it. Okay. Take care. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye.